everyone, it's Susan. Welcome to my channel, subscribers. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for your awesome commentary. I adore it. Love you all. Thank you so much. New people, I hope you enjoy yourself. This one today is from a viewer. I do take viewer requests. And this is about learning to love yourself again after you've lost yourself to love. It's a good one. Why is it that when we love, we lose ourselves? And if we lose ourselves, how do we find ourselves again? I really, really, really enjoy this comment and this uh, whole question. So this comes from Rebecca. Rebecca, wholehearted thanks for this. When I opened up the email and I saw this, I was like, yes, I've got to do this. So here it goes. Rebecca writes, hi, my name is Rebecca, and I was wondering if you've ever made a video about learning to love oneself after losing oneself. I've been watching your videos and I love them. They brought me many new techniques on how to get over my insecurities. But I was wondering, how do I learn to love myself again? And how to get to know who I am again after losing myself for so long? I think you're amazing. Rebecca, thank you so much. Okay, so what I'm going to say might sound a little contrarian, but bear with me. I'm going to tell you what I think is the truth here. I think that learning to love ourselves is an ongoing process. I think it's very different than anything we read or hear, or most importantly, than how we imagine it to be. And I think the first way that you learn to love yourself is to lose yourself. Here's why. You know, when you have lost something is when you learn to find where everything is. That's when you ground yourself. My question is, if you could have lost yourself the first time in love, that maybe you hadn't come to the full awareness of who you are. But if you ever were inclined to do any digging, now you are. Love has brought you to this place. So... Let's shoot this from a different angle. I think it's completely normal to lose your mind when you're in love. Okay, I said it. If it were, it's, listen, getting into partnership is rather straightforward. The emotions that come up inside us are volcanic for many people. The first time you fall in love, the first time you let go, completely let go. And if you've never had that experience, I know you don't know what I'm talking about, but for those of you who have, it's terrifying. It's not pretty. It's gushing and it's emotional and everything is so much richer and more profound and your emotions are so intense and the love is just, it overtakes you. You become another person because you've accessed the most powerful portal of evolution and consciousness, this, this love that is pouring out of you for another person. So of course, you're off your center. You haven't been this version of yourself before. You haven't seen yourself in this place before. You know, it can be such a tidal wave of unleashing if your heart, if you closed it and suddenly somebody bumps into you and it just happens to spill on that recipient and you weren't planning it and then boom, there it is and now it's, it's messy and you don't know how to fix it and you don't know what to do and you're scared and you're insecure and you're like everybody else. 
that has gone on that journey. Please, please don't be of the understanding that anybody keeps their cool. They don't. I'd be out of business. And look at how many videos are on here. You think people keep their cool? There's nothing wrong with you. But the thing about loving yourself and losing yourself, in the initial stages of love, and love changes as we mature in our experience of love, in the first blush of love that overtakes you, you are lost. You're in new territory, normal. You can lose yourself because you are under the false impression that when that person walks out of your life, that you have no life. You confused your identity with theirs. It happens. This is what you do. You merge, and as they leave, you don't know where you are anymore. So it takes another level of looking at this to realize that you were the one who had the experience of loving. This is like the big secret, and I kind of save this always for the end of everything I'm going to talk about, but it's, I got to jump to it now. What you don't see is that the, the love, this profound thing that you think you lost yourself, is in your possession, even now. Just doesn't have an object of desire to bounce off of. Well, or maybe it's still focused on the object of desire. But the only one that's ever actively loving, really, that feeling, is you. You're the one who's doing the loving. It's coming from you. So you are confusing loving another person for loving yourself. Now, loving yourself is a very different tra trajectory, and I think we have that all messed up. I think most of us imagine loving yourself means having an inordinate amount of confidence and cool and being some version of James Bond or somebody slick, and that's in the movies, okay? In real life, most all of us are insecure. In real life, human beings are pack animals. In real life, human beings want to be a part of a tribe. We have an innate desire to belong and to feel connected to others. And though some people have found ways to psychologically or philosophically eliminate that or dull those senses, the majority of people walking around want connection. And oftentimes our first moments of love are the love that's given to us from our caregivers and from our family. So we start to think of love as something that we receive in order to have it for ourselves. As we mature and continue in our own evolution and self-discovery, it can become far simpler. I think that, at least in my journey, uh, I've started at a more reasonable uh, perspective. I started with agreeing with myself coming into agreement with myself, agreeing with the choices I've made for the time and place and information I had when I made them. It's very hard to agree with ourselves in retrospect because two seconds after we make a decision, we have new information. So I think loving yourself is a process of 
allowing yourself to lose yourself. You've acknowledged it. That's step one. Grounding yourself in the experience that you enabled. You, you had an experience of love. Good for you. You're alive. You've decided to touch, taste, and feel everything. And that's, that's the living experience. Then you start to look for how to be in agreement with yourself. How to not judge yourself and edit yourself. And, you know, start to think of the way you see others with the kind eye. You see their flaws, but you're like, yeah, but they're so wonderful. So we try to apply that to ourselves. I do realize this is a very, very big conversation and it has a multiple of points. But Rebecca, everyone is insecure. You're not the only one. Part of it is you need to shift your understanding. You're not the odd man out. You're not the weirdo. You're not the exclusion. You're not the one person that doesn't get it. You're a human being like everyone else who and every social media post covers it up in every happy photograph and everything they say makes their life look so wonderful. And the breakup was really good because we were both ready to be done with each other. And I, I think I had to move on. And they're not showing you the private moments. I hear them. So I can tell you, you probably already do like yourself a lot more than you know. So first of all, let's agree that we can be proud of you, okay? You can be proud of yourself because you let yourself love. Boundaries are a necessary part of not losing ourselves, but you were strong enough to allow yourself to love, which uh, most people don't have the courage to do even though they want to. So congratulations. Uh, I wish I could give a two, three, four minute answer to this. It's complex and it's multi-pronged. But I just want you to know you're not alone. Everybody struggles to feel okay with themselves. And if on most days we can say, you know what? I'm not the worst. I'm not the best. I can see I've got things I want to improve. But you know what? I kind of like certain things about myself. And I'm kind of happy that I did this thing. And I feel good about my interaction over there. And for the most part, I'm okay. I think that's a pretty good, solid, reasonable point of self-love. I hope this helps you. I'd be happy to work with you one-on-one because believe me, I got a lot to say. And I don't want this to be a 30-minute video. But thank you everyone that writes Susan Winter for SusanWinter.net. If you want to work with me, you can call me on Magnify by the minute. My hours are listed each day. Um, that's Android and iPhone worldwide. If you want a prescribed time where you know you're going to work with me in advance, go to my website, susanwinter.net, sign up for one of the packages. You can work with me in an all-day package, one-on-one, -on -one, or you can work with me individually. Also, um, if you'd rather listen to this, look at the Susan Winter Show on iTunes. Thanks a lot, everyone. Take care. Great question. Bye-bye now.